0: What is going on, guys? This is episode three of the Built Elite Training Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. I hope you're having a great day. It is Wednesday here in Minnesota, and we got some heat. It's hot out, but um, I've been able to take the boat out. One thing that you might not know about me is I love boating. I love being out in the sun. I love being out on the lake. And just spending time with family, friends, and then also doing a little bit of fishing. So that is something I do, which I'll be doing a podcast actually on um, just reducing cortisol, reducing stress, and just helping um, you know, insulin sensitivity and such to continue to grow solid muscle on your on your journey. But today, the topic for episode three is why you are not growing muscle. Why you are not growing muscle? There's a lot of different reasons why, a lot of variables, leverages being pulled up and down, that can cause um, slow, you know, progress and results. But I narrowed down three, and I'm going to go through each three, and uh, hope that you guys are able to find some really good value um, in this podcast today. So the three I'm going to be talking about today is number one, under eating. And that goes into missing meals, not taking your pre and post-workout meals seriously. Very, very important. I'm going to be diving into that. Number two, not training hard enough. Um, Those last five reps are going to be the most important reps out of that set. And I'm going to dive into that just a little bit on why. And those effective reps, how to improve those effective reps and make them so stimulating that you are activating every inch of those muscle fibers to see growth in your training. I think a lot of people, they think they're training hard. They think because they do 20 sets on their chest or 30 sets on their chest or even 40 sets on their chest that they're going to just grow with this amounts of volume. But it's the mechanical tension that will really grow the muscle And number three, which is super important to me, not sleeping well. And I'm going to talk about the phone. I'm going to talk about um, the quality of your sleep, your REM sleep, why sleep supplements can work. But even before you think about sleep supplements, you need to focus on what you're doing for those last couple hours before bed. Okay. So number one, going into it, if you have a pen and paper, if you're in your car, I would not recommend doing this, um, but if you do want to write this stuff down, that would be awesome. Um, but number one, like I like I mentioned, under eating and and just you know missing meals, not taking your pre and post workout seriously. Um, and I want to go into this um, talking about your pre workout meals. You know, within not hitting precise meals you know at a certain time before you work out you know i typically suggest anywhere between you know say you're going to work out at um you know 2 p.m. you know to have that meal around noon you know 2 hours 90 90 minutes 2 hours you know if it's say you're you're on a go 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 basis and you're like hell i only got like 30 minutes and i need to get something in I always suggest, you know, doing a good way, isolate something fast and digestible very quick with some form of fruit for the glucose, you know, being pushed into the bloodstream really fast. Um, but why this is so important, carbs, you know, and just having that meal specifically your carbs, but also your protein to activate muscle pro- protein synthesis is, is carbs for protein synthesis. See, the thing is a lot of people, they, they think carbs are bad. Carbs are not bad. It's about the amount you know if you're trying to lose weight it, it it's going to come down to those those numbers you know and understanding that to actually gain weight you have to be in a form of a surplus people think carbs are evil carbs are bad no we need them for the training you need to get that in your pre workout meal and stop missing these meals so you are fueling performance see a lot of people the reason why they don't see muscle growth is because they're missing meals they're not getting enough food um not just um, certain type of people, but in all, you know, missing meals, not getting them in going into the gym thinking like, Oh yeah, I ate, you know, 1400 calories or 1200 calories or 800 calories, you know, team, you know, two meals a day. And I am going to grow muscle because like I'm fasting for this amount of time. No. Okay. We need carbs and the insulin production that, that, that they lead to see, I'm going to go into this here when you have your carbs and you have this insulin production, um, this will increase mTOR mTOR expression from the training. If you consume carbs pre or intra workout, the mTOR will be activated more than if you don't. And the more you activate mTOR, the greater your increase of protein synthesis will be from the workout muscle protein synthesis is the I like to think of it as the trigger being pulled to say, hey, grow muscle. We need muscle protein synthesis there in order to see muscle growth. Um, This is important for natural lifters who need to trigger protein synthesis with their lifting sessions. Um, And like drug users will benefit from workout carbs. They don't need them as much because they already have tons of protein synthesis from the steroids, but, but to get to the point. We want carbohydrates to help with insulin production so we can increase mTOR um, and be able to activate muscle protein synthesis going into the workout without that. And this is something I've talked about. I'm going to be talking more about it down the road too, is carbs um, and and stress and cortisol levels. And I'm going to dive into this here, really, really important on when you are training and you have carbs on your workouts, you know, having carbs around your workouts will benefit with increase in muscle growth, but carbs before and, or during the workout will decrease cortisol release. Okay. So when you have carbohydrates, it's going to help decrease cortisol release. And, and during the session, cortisol's main function is to mobilize nutrients to fuel the workout. Okay. And when lifting, okay. Glucose is the most efficient, fuel source yes even more than ketone. so the more you fuel the more you fuel you need to mobilize the more fuel you need to mobilize the greater the cortisol production will be okay so we want to make sure we're getting carbohydrates we we want to not, we don't want a bunch of cortisol being pumped out of our body you know this is something where i always see people that are very anxious and stressed out all the time and they're constantly pumping cortisol levels out of their adrenals, which I'm going to be doing a deep dive on cortisol, um, which is a hormone. But it, it's very important that you are getting those carbohydrates, so we are maximizing the best to see muscle growth. I think one of the reasons why people aren't seeing that is because they're not taking those those meals seriously. So I hope that that gives you guys some insight of why I need this. Okay, so number two. Not training hard enough. This one, I see it all the time. People going into the gym and doing a dumbbell chest press, doing a dumbbell chest press, and they get to it, they do three sets of 10, boom, boom, boom. And by the 10th rep, I can see that they can probably do seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. I'll give you a a good example here. I was um, training someone a few weeks ago and like, all right, I'm going to do it. We're going to do a top set. Goal is anywhere between 12 to 15 reps, and they get to 15 reps on this exercise, and they're like, Yep. I'm like, Oh, so that was your top set. Yep. I'm like, well, how many more did you think you had? And, you know, they never even thought of, like, what do you mean? How much, how many could I have done more? See, that's the thing. See, a lot of people think, you know, I'm doing all of these, all this volume, Isaiah. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing 30 sets of my chest a week. I'm doing 40 sets. But when I look closely, closely of how hard they're actually training. They're not training in that effective range of the reps. See, those last five reps are going to be the most important reps that you do because those last ones, those last five should be the hardest, you know, in hypertrophy style training, you should be in the range with your reps of reserve between one to three. Now, RIR reps of reps in reserve, meaning how many more you have left before mechanical failure before you have mechanical failure before you can't do any, you know, no more left in the tank, but what's happening. A lot of people, when they train, they keep five, six, seven, eight, nine in the tank. Now, if you are a beginner lifter, it's very important for you to build form. Now I've been training for six and a half years and I'm still building form, but to build form, build awareness, output, understanding what you need to stabilize how to actually contract your pecs, how to actually contract your lats and whatnot. And you can leave the gym relatively with good effort with five, six, seven in the tank and see muscle growth, um, for a short period of time. But it does, there does come a point, especially for you intermediate lifters to advanced lifters that you are recording those top sets and that you are training within that RIR of between one to three. And how you can determine this is your rep speed. So for an example, say I'm doing a dumbbell chest press and I'm going for 10 to 12 reps with 90 pound dumbbells. By the time I get to eight or nine reps, my rep speed, okay, my rep speed should be slowing down. So once I get to those last grinder reps, I should, that weight should be going so much slower. If you're finishing a set with reps like really fast, they sh- if they if they look like the ones that you first started with, you know, rep 1, rep 2, rep 3, you're wrong. We you want those to be slow because you are trying to recruit as many fibers as you can those last inches and that's where you're going to dig deep, you're going to get good mechanical tension, you're going to get good muscle damage to say your pecs and you're going to be able to push and and this is where once you start getting down your RIR and you're really training those hard effective reps and sets that's when after that you can start going into mile reps rest pause reps you know drop sets big supersets things like that which I'll cover in some other hypertrophy um, methods down the road but the the takeaway here is making sure your last 5 reps are your hardest and by those last five reps that you're really testing your rep speed and looking at that rep speed and seeing, am I challenging, am I challenging the muscles hard enough? Okay? I hope you guys get a lot from that. Um, number three, number three, you're not getting your sleep, okay? this this team no sleep uh, BS needs to stop. I remember when I was in the army, um, six years in the National Guard, Army National Guard in Minnesota, um, when the riots were going on, I was down there for almost two weeks down in Minneapolis with with the uh, George Floyd issue, and um, there were several sleepless nights, um, almost up to you know twenty ish, eighteen hours around that time on the clock, walking the streets, walking the streets, pulling security, and I remember just feeling awful. I felt like my body was shutting down. Um, my brain wasn't um, functioning. I couldn't think. I couldn't I couldn't process things. My cognitive functioning was awful. I felt like I couldn't do a single push-up. I just felt like I was falling apart <laughs> and um, it was not good. you know there's so many studies on why sleep is so important, which I, I will be doing a deep dive on that. Um, but for today I'm gonna be just talking you know about why, you're not seeing a lot of muscle growth because of the sleep. And, um, you know, this is sleep quality and the the deep amount of sleep that you get is so important for the recovery process for, um, stress inflammation, making sure your body is rest and is recovered. So you can train hard, you know, again, effective reps going back to number two, if you are training, actually training hard and you're, get, you're getting relatively sore and your sleep is three hours, four hours, five hours, and you're waking up sore and you're waking up sore for three, four, five, six days, and you're going back into the gym still sore, I guarantee you it's because of that sleep quality. And also there's other things too, like your protein intake and you know where your macros are and things of that nature. But going on, going to bed on time so you are having a healthy, healthy, deep sleep, good REM sleep, good quality of sleep, and making sure that you're being able to wake up well rested. Now, one of the biggest struggles that we have nowadays is the phone the dang phone. <laughs> put it away. I have to tell myself every night, put it away. You know, if you find yourself so attached to it, you need to put that phone um, away in a different room, somewhere that you aren't distracted, lock your phone. Um, If you have an alarm on your phone, you know, get a different clock, something um, next to your bed so you're not tempted. You know, if you're looking at that screen time, it is going to take a lot longer for you to fall asleep. Um, Another big thing, if you're looking at your phone on social media before bed and you see something that um, makes you angry or gives you anxiety, gives you fear, gives you panic that all are going to stimulate things in your brain. And and it's going to upset you. And you're going to sit there and think, or if you're in a, um, an argument, put the phone away. If you are serious, if you're truly serious about building muscle, ladies and gentlemen, you need to put that phone away, Um, and focus on that good quality of sleep, you know, that seven to nine hours, Um, And then kind of going into some sleep supplements, magnesium glycinate, um, fish oil, also ashwagandha. I'm going to be doing um, deep dives on magnesium ashwagandha, but those three are going to really help. Um, I love one of them is ashwagandha. It's an adaptogen. It's been shown a lot of good studies out there has been shown to help with cortisol being pushed down and, and that stress response. And help with the quality of sleep. Same with magnesium. So many great studies on magnesium and as well fish oil. Magnesium and fish oil um, are must. They are gonna be not just great for sleep quality, but also your brain health, inflammation, muscle contraction, DNA, RNA synthesis, protein synthesis, um, all of that. Um, but it is so, so important that you guys put that phone away. Um, make sure you're taking it. You know, one of the questions I get a lot is like, oh, should I take melatonin? And I typically ask why, you know, and if you are having a hard time sleeping, melatonin can help, but it can knock you out and get you waking up really groggy. you know, just tired. You know, I recommend melatonin if you're flying, um, you know, eventually that melatonin isn't going to work. So you have to really focus on good practice before bed. And what does that look like? That's going to bed on time, turning your phone off, putting on like peaceful meditational music. If you're going to read maybe a devotional or a, a, a really nice, a good book, that's not going to cause you to feel like anxious or stress something soothing and relaxing. Um, you know, even before you go into bed, you know, a warm shower or Warm bath, something to calm you down, put you in that parasympathetic state, that rest and digest state, um, and then diaphragm breathing. That's something that's going to be so important to help with serotonin, dopamine, and overall blood flow to your brain areas like your prefrontal cortex. Um, but that diaphragm breathing, breathing in through your nose, and then out through your nose. Doing that, you know, anywhere between five to ten sets, holding you know, three to four seconds will really help with that relaxation, especially if you've had a really stressful, demanding day. Um, And that's it, guys. Those are the three big uh, um, uh, things I wanted to talk about today. I mean, like I said, there's so many things of why um, you're not growing muscle, but those are the three top ones that I wanted to cover today. Um, and again, I appreciate the support. This is episode um, three here, and I am so excited for the future ones. I'm going to be talking here in the next couple months about, like I said in the past, mindset, some more very in-depth hypertrophy style training um, and nutrition. But if you guys got a lot of value in this podcast today, I would be so appreciative if you liked, shared, shared. It on your Instagram, on Facebook, tag me in it, Built Elite Training, as well. If you found value in this, um, if you just DM'd me through Instagram or through my website, www.builteletraining.com, I would completely, I would totally appreciate it um, as well. If you guys have any topics or things I want to cover, research papers, anything that just kind of gets you, you're just curious, uh, let me know. But again, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to me and we will talk soon. See ya.